I think what fasting represents for us is a unique circumstance in which, because I'm especially burdened about something, I'm not hungry. I, I don't want to eat, I want to pray. From Walking in Grace, this is the Straight Truth Podcast, Christian truths in an increasingly secular world. Well, welcome again to another episode of the Straight Truth Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Philpott. We'd really like for you to join us in this conversation. So as you have questions or concerns, or maybe topics you'd like to propose, just leave that in the comments section or send us an email. Now remember, Straight Truth is a listener-supported podcast. So if you'd like more information about how you can help us produce this podcast week after week, just go to our website, straighttruth.net. Well, Pastor, our next question has to do with fasting. Jesus seemed to talk about fasting quite a bit, maybe even more than the apostles that came after him. And he even mentions it in the Sermon on the Mount that when we fast, we should do it in this particular way. So our question is, uh, should we fast? And what are the circumstances in which we should? Well, there are times when we will fast. Uh, it's interesting. There, there's no place where we're commanded to fast. Mm. There, there are... As you mentioned, there are times when fasting is, is assumed. Mm -hmm. uh, it will happen in the future, but no command to fast. And I think what we find when, when you look uh, at the New Testament is that fasting is something that belongs to unique circumstances. Times of grief, times of sorrow, uh, times of devotion to prayer, you know, seasons where maybe we're facing special circumstances and we are especially burdened for prayer and so we put away food. There's no desire for food during those times. What it, what it is not presented as is a way to gain God's favor. I think that's how some people think about it. Mm. You know, let me really get God's attention, so I'll fast. I really want God to do something for me, so I'll fast. And some, somehow I, I think that in my fasting, I will earn something from God. We wouldn't use that language, but I'm afraid sometimes it's how we think about it. Mm -hmm. It's not how it's presented at all. Fasting is more of an expression of extreme burden in one's life. A good example of this, I think, is in Matthew 9. The disciples of John come to Jesus with a question about fasting. Matthew 9, verse 14, the disciples of John came to him saying, why do we and the Pharisees fast, but your disciples do not fast? And it's good to remember the context because at that time, faithful Jews would be fasting twice a week. It was just a regular sort of spiritual discipline or practice. Mm -hmm. And here are the disciples of Jesus, the disciples of the Son of God, and they're not fasting. Mm -hmm. and, and so why not? Jesus said to them, verse 15, can the wedding guests mourn mm -hmm. as long as the bridegroom is with them? Now that right there indicates that fasting belongs to, to a sense of of trouble or, or concern mm. or mourning. As I said, I think it belongs to unique circumstances. He says, the days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them and then they will fast. No one puts a piece of unshrunk cloth on an old garment, for the patch tears away from the garment and a worse tear is made. Neither is new wine put into old wineskins. If it is, the skins burst and the wine is spilled and the skins are destroyed, but new wine is put into fresh wineskins and so both are preserved. He says, the day will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them and then they will fast. So Christ says, look, why would my disciples be fasting? I'm with them. Mm -hmm. They're joyful. Uh, this is a time for celebration, not a time for mourning. 
And so we might say, well, Jesus has been taken from us. He's ascended into heaven. Why would fasting not be a regular course of, of discipline for us? Well, the answer is he gave us his spirit. Mm -hmm. He gave us the helper. And the spirit of God manifests and represents the very presence of Christ in our lives. Uh, Christ promised he'd be with us forever. He is. He's with us right now. And so even, even now with Christ ascending into heaven, the, the, the normal course of action for the believer is, or the normal experience of the believer is one of joy. Hmm. There's not a place I go that the Lord is not with me. Hmm. There's not a day I live that I can't be assured and, and uh, confident in His presence hmm. uh, as near to me as my own life. So, so we are not a people who are constantly fasting. We have, we have the bridegroom. But there are special circumstances where fasting happens because we're so burdened, we don't desire food, we desire mm. to pray That's good. Or, or seek the Word of God. I can think of maybe two questions that would, that would uh, sure. come about from that. So one, um, say I'm in a, a situation where I am in dire circumstances or, and maybe I feel led in some way to fast in order to make, make a, a big decision. Uh, number one, how long should I fast? Mm. Uh, number two, can I fast something other than food, than, than removing food yeah. from my life? Yeah, those are great questions. And I, I love the fact you raised decision-making because that's another instance in the New Testament where you see people fasting, where mm -hmm. there are big decisions to be made. What I'm saying is it's, not, it, it's, it's supernaturally natural. It's not, a, it's not a question of how many days do I do this. Mm -hmm. My answer would be, well, when do you desire to eat? Mm -hmm. <laughs> when do you desire to eat? Is it okay to fast something else? Yeah, I mean, because it's supernaturally natural. What do you want to put away because you want to pray right now? Mm -hmm. What are you not interested in because you're seeking the face of God? Mm -hmm. So I, I don't think it's a matter of how many days or what exactly it involves. I think what fasting represents for us is a unique circumstance in which because I'm especially burdened about something, mm -hmm. I'm not hungry. I, I don't want to eat, I want to pray. And so I think about some times in my own life when, you know, you, you meet with a, spe a special kind of sadness, and I didn't want to go have a feast. Mm -hmm. I wanted to pray. Mm -hmm. You know, when my father passed away, I, did, I wasn't hungry. Mm -hmm. I was fasting, mm -hmm. and I was praying. Uh, there have been times when uh, I remember once that my youngest son, they found a place on his back. They were concerned it was skin cancer. We couldn't find out for two weeks. Mm -hmm. uh, I wasn't, you know really hungry those two weeks. Mm -hmm. There were some, some days in there in which I wasn't eating, I was praying. So, so that's when, those, when fasting happens. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's a big decision you're facing in the church and, and you're really burdened that you make the right decision. Uh, I'm not gonna be surprised if you're not hungry, you're praying. Mm -hmm. so, so that's how I think we ought to look at fasting. It belonged to un unique circumstances. Jesus himself spoke of that. The mm -hmm. same one who, who spoke of fasting in the Sermon on the Mount. Mm -hmm. is the one who explained to John's disciples, here is why my disciples aren't fasting. I'm mm -hmm. with them. Mm -hmm. okay. And what would you say to um, uh, Jesus' instruction about um, doing it privately? Yeah, when you do fast, you're not making a show of it. Yeah. And, and, that, and, that get, and same is true with prayer or anything else we do in the Christian life. I'm not doing it to perform. It's sincere or it's not real. Mm -hmm. So this is not something where I want you to know that I'm under this heavy burden and so I'm not going to wash my face and I'm, I'm going to wear my clothes in a way that shows that I haven't taken care of myself. And I want you to know mm -hmm. that I haven't eaten for the past four days because mm -hmm. I'm so burdened about this. Well, now I'm doing this for you to see. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing this because I'm really seeking the Lord. There's, there's insincerity wrapped up in it, which means it's, it's, uh, it's not real. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, a final uh, thought here. I've known providentially in my life a couple people who have done these 40-day fasts. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and really, they're, they're, they're following the example of Jesus in the wilderness and going 40 days. And then, of course, you have the uh, sort of classic traditional liturgical calendar, which calls for a Lenten fast of, mm-hmm. of maybe 40 days. Any thoughts on that before we conclude? I don't think anyone is sinning if they choose to fast. I mean, that's fine. I think we also want to distinguish between fasting for physical benefits, which I've heard people do before as well. You know, they'll talk about the physical benefits of fasting on a regular basis. That's fine. Just just be clear about why you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Am I doing this be, in a sense of tradition? Am I doing this for my health? But I think the kind of fasting that, that really is what the New Testament is talking about it involves special circumstances with special burdens mm-hmm. where I'm devoting myself to prayer and the study of God's Word, seeking the face of God, and as a result, I'm not hungry. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of the Straight Truth Podcast. Now, if you've made an observation or have a question related to this episode, just leave that in the comments section below. Now, be sure to go to our website, straighttruth.net. There you will find a host of information, including links to all of our social media channels like Facebook and Twitter. And if you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to like it and share it with family and friends. Lastly, go to the podcast section of iTunes and leave us a review. Now remember, Straight Truth is a production of Walking in Grace Ministries, the preaching and teaching ministry of Pastor Richard Caldwell. For more information, go to walkingingrace.org.